Welcome. You've officially tuned in to Woman to Woman Podcast. That's Woman, the number two woman. This platform was created to motivate, uplift, and encourage women. And in this audio space, we will have weekly impactful conversations all about women. We will speak of our trials and our struggles, but most importantly, we will highlight our triumphs and our victories. So join me. Let's journey together as we journey towards wellness, self-love, spirituality, cultivating dreams, transforming our lives fiercely to be that empowered, powerful, purposeful woman we were created to be. I'm your host, Denise Hinkson-Lawrence, and I'm excited that we will grow together spiritually, financially, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Most importantly, we will definitely be restored and we will be transformed. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to Woman to Woman podcast. That's Woman, the number two woman. I'm your host, Denise Hanks and Lawrence, and I'm really excited that you have decided to take this journey with me towards wellness. If this is your first time listening, welcome. And please, at some point, take the time to catch up on all our previous episodes. To my regular listeners, you're amazing. You rock. Really, you do. You've actually been on this journey with me, and I appreciate it, and I just wanted to say thank you. Now, let me put a disclaimer out. Of course, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, so these conversations, these comments, these views and opinions expressed on this podcast, they're mine, and should not be taken or take place of you engaging in a professional relationship with a licensed mental health practitioner. Okay, ladies? All right. So here we are. Wow. Episode six. Ladies, it's... It's already June. I can't believe it. It seems like it was only just a few weeks ago in April uh, when I launched this podcast around my birthday, April 27th. And it seems like time is really slipping by faster than I anticipated that it would. And so now we're here in June. So let's talk about June. We're better yet, May and June. So between May and June, it's known to be the season of celebration, especially for graduates, right? We have tons and tons of graduation for all ages preschool to doctorials. And during these months, customarily, it's a time when, you know, friends and loved ones, they come in droves. You know, we have the balloons, the streamers, the flowers, and even photo shoots uh, are taken during this time. As family and friends, they fly in, they drive up or down, depending on wherever you are. Sometimes because we have large families now, some of us you know, we ratchet, we do a thing or two, we make copies of graduation tickets, don't act like you knew, listen, you know about this, okay, and, um, you know, we do whatever we we have to do, like, we'll probably go in and say, hey, I'm gonna go back out to use the restroom, I'll pass you the ticket, and you go, and we do what we have to do to be there, right, and to ensure that our cheerleading team, our squad is there to celebrate with us and to cheer us on, right, So nonetheless, you do what you have to do when it comes to celebration of this milestone in your life, especially for your team, you know, that moment. And now the question is, what happens when there's an interruption to the norm? For example, presently, we're still on social distancing. Uh, most places, right? So celebrations in this fact is usually done now virtual. And in some cases, I've heard of stories where some have not only been postponed, but some graduations have been canceled. 
Now, the question I have is, does it make the accomplishment, right? The diploma, the award, the speaking opportunity, the conference, the wedding, the opening of the business, the launch of the product, the, the book signing, anything and everything, does it make it less valuable? Now, don't get me wrong. Walking across that stage after your name is called, hearing that thunderous applause, hey, posing for that photo op, hey, it's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. It's a great feeling. But there will be some times in our lives, ladies, when things are disrupted, right? Times when there's no one around to celebrate you. And what if there's no one to validate you? Or better yet, the question is, why do you even need someone to validate you anyway? Okay, so let me try to put this a little bit clearer. So the other day I was talking to an old child, a friend of mine, and um, we got into conversation and she said to me, Denise, so picture this, remember this. So you entered a spell and bee competition, right? And this competition is on various levels. And you have to go through these levels to get to the state competi- the, the state championship. And you are now on the third level and you've won. And the lady comes up and she says, congratulations, Denise. You're the winner of the spelling bee. And you stand there with a blank look on your face. And the lady says, look, you have the trophy in your hand. Yet the blank look remains the same. Why? Because the reality is in my hand, right? But my mindset is not able to catch up with the reality. Or could it be that because um, I was looking for someone or a particular person to validate, maybe, you know, she said, you know, sometimes we find ourselves in life where we're looking for someone to validate. Could it be that we have at some point been told that we would never achieve? So the moment now that the reality is there, the mindset from before, it doesn't connect, right? Or she said, could it be where the win itself, it seems small and insignificant because the previous win, it was so far between. And now the other win to attain looks even further. So we're getting distracted. Or could it be that we're just plain right down discouraged and told that the small wins are insignificant? So with that said, you got the idea. Yes, we're going to be talking today, having a conversation on small wins after this break. We'll be right back. Hey, do you have a story to share? Do you have something to say? Do you want to talk about tips and strategies? Well, I think you need a podcast. And what better platform is there than to launch with Anchor? Anchor is a one-stop deal. Everything you need to launch a podcast is already built in and provided with Anchor. And better yet, it is totally free. So download the app, the Anchor app, or visit anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Anchor, your one-stop free deal for podcasts. Visit today, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. That's A-N-C-H-O-R Okay, ladies, welcome back. Let's continue. So before the break, I pretty much kind of gave you an idea what we're going to talk about today, and that's our small wins, right? And that somehow in life, we have been either conditioned to celebrate only milestone and achievements, 
and I just want to say shout out to all the graduates this year, but in a way we have been conditioned to celebrate the big milestone of achievements and belittling the little wins along the way. And so what happened is now we miss out on those opportunities to celebrate, right? However, if you, if you don't acknowledge those small victories, then it makes it harder to celebrate or even appreciate the larger ones. That's just my opinion. You know, for me, a win is a win, right? A win is a win. And acknowledging even the smallest wins and giving yourself a pat on the back will always motivate you to keep going because there is a science behind winning. There really is. Those little wins, no matter how small they are, they keep you motivated in the long term. Now, you know, I'm going to pause for a moment and give you a quote from my favorite lady, Dr. Maya Angelou. Now, I remember there was a video, I think it was when, um, what's that president? Uh, Bill Clinton's um, inauguration around 1993, I think it was. She did this thing on, she was reading her poem on the pulse of the morning. And I'm just going to refer to one of her piece of that, what she read, what I took as a takeaway for me. And um, it's in my book of quotes that I write. And she said, you know, do little things that make you proud of yourself. If you want to cook, then cook. If you want to start exercising, don't try to walk 10 miles. Walk three blocks. If you want to read, take the time to do so. If you want to learn a new language, get a book or audio cassette to help you. No one has to know or see what you are doing. You will like yourself more when you have few victories under your belt. Once you have few victories under your belt, you will realize that you are worth it. And then she closed by saying, that's how you become powerful by building yourself up through small victories. That's how you become powerful by building yourself up through small victories. And I have to agree with Dr. Maya Angelou. So in other words, for me, tracking these small achievements helps to boost your confidence. When you celebrate your small wins, you basically activate that reward um, circuit in your brain. You know, the ones that sense that feel good chemical ones, the ones that give that uh, invigorating feel good chemical like dopamine is released and it just fills you with a sense of accomplishment and pride. And why not? So like, Let me show you something with you. So earlier this week, um, my husband and I were going through some old files and I stumbled across some copies of editorials that I wrote along with copies of a newsletter I did in 2001. So if you've listened to the podcast before, I mentioned this newsletter because I went to school for uh, journalism and Sacred Heart. And so on page three, alongside the letter from the chief editor, yours truly, yeah, 2001, was a special feature that had a dual interview that I did back then in 2001. Now, bear with me. Let me just express this. So this particular interview I'm referring to and this editorial, um, this was with two of Jamaican's top reggae secular artists and at the time they had just crossed over to the gospel arena i'm talking about none other for those who may be caribbean know who i'm talking about there was this gospel um well reggae artist papa san and juna tucker 
and I actually conducted an in-studio interview with them. I conducted a backstage interview and I did a printed interview with both of them. And so they were here in Connecticut um, because at the time they were the featured artists for my local church, uh, Refuge Temple Church of God in Bridgeport, Connecticut here. And we usually have, well, we still do have our annual, um, what we call a praise and worship, Good Friday gospel concert. So they were the featured artists and that was a big deal. It was a big deal to have those two guys here. And everyone was going to come to our concert because as a matter of fact, that particular concert we could not even host it at our our local at our present building. We had to get a different space. Actually, I think we used a school back then, a high school, the high school auditorium, because we couldn't house it because we knew the expectation of the crowd that we were gonna get um, in response to the fact that these guys who were popular in the reggae um, field were now crossing over to gospel, and that was a big thing back then. A lot of the artists were crossing over, but I had that opportunity to interview these guys on three occasions. And for the likes of me, I cannot remember celebrating that win. Come on. There were many reasons for me to celebrate. The radio interview, the editorial. Hey, in fact, that newsletter was actually our second issue. So here it is. I'm on one side of it with our second issue and I'm interviewing these guys and there's photos of it and everything. But for me, I don't recall celebrating that win. Here it is. These two secular artists have now merged into the gospel arena. This was a phenomenon at the time. And I was hosting these two interviews, this interview of a lifetime. Yet I did not celebrate that win. And if I didn't celebrate it, you know for sure no one else did. (laughs) But in reality, why would they? They didn't need to. No one needed to celebrate it more than I did because it was not their win. This was my win. I went to school for journalism. Here it is. I was having this opportunity of a lifetime and it was my win. The act was mine. The epic experience was mine. I was the one uh, who should have owned it, should have spoke to the moment, should have inhaled that, that sense of celebratory air surrounding me, but I didn't own the moment. I did not speak or embrace that moment, that win. I ignored that win. So you know, (laughs) let's be real, ladies. When I stumbled across those archives last week, yes, yes, sis, I slapped myself so hard. My righteous indignation just rise up in me. I slapped myself so hard. I jumped out of myself, turned to myself and reprimanded myself for slapping myself so hard. For real. I was like, Denise, you can't do that. Don't slap her so hard. Come on. But you've got to understand. I was like, what was I thinking? Where was my mindset? How was it conditioned back then? And ladies, when your mind and your spirit has been conditioned or even if it's been manipulated, be it by individuals, be it by culture, be it by religion, be it by ethnicity, race, or even gender. When it has been conditioned, manipulated to look at these moments of opportunities of celebration in a negative way, as if to say you're being prideful or you're being boastful or you're just a plain old braggart, 
you become so timid after a while to embrace, you know, monument moments like this and the tools that and the resources are now being offered to you and basically like references and resume builders and internship towards a particular contribution to your purposeful life. You actually just dismiss that resume highlight. Think about it. I'm just saying, (laughs) you know, but not only that, but because, you know, you give yourself when you give yourself this uh, wonderful feeling. Right. And it also just encourages you to keep going. And that's what I'm trying to say. It, it, It encourages you to just keep that building that momentum. And I'm a firm believer that when you learn to congratulate yourself and own that win, and celebrate your achievements, trust me, the fire you need to keep going, it will remain lit. We'll be right back after this break. Okay, ladies, welcome back. Let's continue. So what I want to talk about now is basically why we should celebrate our small victories to expand on that a little more. And for most people, this may be a bit uncomfortable, you know, celebrating your small victories. And I understand that because for some, it may seem trivial to celebrate in a sense. But for me, it's as simple as even, say, packing a healthy lunch for work, right? So... I want to celebrate that moment. I want to own it and speak to it and celebrate it because on the other hand, for someone, it may seem trivial, but for me, it's a lot, right? Because I took the necessary steps to prepare that meal, right? And so what I'm celebrating is not the achievement itself, but I'm celebrating the habits, right? So in other words, I have now practiced um, good behavior in terms of becoming better, right? So you don't know the struggle that, that, that I may have in terms of adapting a healthy lifestyle, right? Maybe it's been an uphill battle, a journey. And in fact, it, you know, the fact that I took time to, to prep the meal and to pack it and to choose to eat right, for me, that's a win and it's worthy to celebrate. So it's a win. Or maybe another example would be, let's say you have a debt, right? That's been sitting in collections for about, Mm, let's say a couple years, right? And it's about to now hit your credit report. You've ignored it for so many years. And if you don't pay it off this time, small claims court is going to get you and your credit is going to get jacked up, right? So you make this decision and you say, you know what? I'm going to pay it off. I'm going to pay it off. It's been five years. I need to pay this off. That, once you've paid it off, that is a win and you should celebrate why not? I mean, you now are now one step closer to a better credit score. Do you realize that you are now one step closer to a better credit score and in having a better credit score, you are one step closer to purchasing a home if you don't have one, or if you have one that you can also become an investor and buy another property and invest. So it is a win moment and you should celebrate that win right? It took maturity. It took financial discipline. It took financial education. It took less shopping, more saving, home-cooked meals instead of dining out, and so much more discipline that you put into it to get to that place. So you should celebrate that win. If you don't pause to appreciate your little victories, you are simply just rushing from one task to another then it's easier for you to become exhausted and, and, and totally demotivated. Been there, done that. 
small victories, right? It varies from person to person. Let's not, let's not be fooled. It varies from person to person. And what may seem, you know, small to you could be enormous to someone else. So take the time to pause and feel good about what you have accomplished. When you show appreciation for your small victories, when you show appreciation to yourself in the process, listen, you have begun that journey and it's time for you to celebrate. So if you look at um, some aspect of this, it, let, me, let, me sh- let me share this. When you realign your thoughts and your mindset to feel the excitement, with each little win, you are getting closer to your goal, right? Let, let, that just, let that thought just excite you for a minute. When you change, when you realign your thoughts and your mindset to feel the excitement of the moment, to feel that, to, to celebrate that win, you are actually one step closer to your goal, right? Don't save your excitement for the big day or the big moment, that big milestone only, but learn to bask in your victories, excuse me, and allow yourself to have, to be happy. Treat yourself. Each achievement, regardless of the size, it deserves a reward. It could be cooking your very favorite meal for yourself. So you have a family and you have to prepare a certain meal and you just feel like, you know what? I did good on this thing. I was able to accomplish this. Embrace that win. You don't have to go out and go shopping, but you can just cook your own favorite meal. So it would be an extra pot on the stove, but it's for you. It's you saying, you know what, girl? Yeah, I'm proud of you. Let's celebrate. Another thing to do is to share your wins. Now, we got to be careful with this one, but I think we still need to share our wins, right? So it's okay to be proud of your achievement and speak about it with fulfillment and enthusiasm. When you verbalize your win, as the Bible says, you know, you are, you are speaking things into existence, right? And the power of life and death lies in the tongue. Yeah. So when you verbalize your wins, right, what you are doing is reinforcing them. You are giving them life to live. And you're saying there's more to come, right? Because you are now motivated to continue. By now, you know, I'm a, I'm a poster champ of shared stories. Okay. Experience and embracing that therapeutic value in it, right? I live on that. And when you verbalize your win, when you share your wins, you also inspire others to reach their goals as well. So everybody wins. Right. But with that said, then no, yeah, note to self, you might want to be careful. You share your goal, you know, your wins, but you know, you want to have like-minded people, you know, those who would support you and are not intimidated or, you know, jealous. Oh, my sister, you're not clapping. Oh, you're not clapping. You jealous. Oh, no. You know, you want to be careful. Yes. But there's nothing wrong in sharing your wins because what you're doing is you're also encouraging someone else and you're speaking your end goal even closer to your, to your achievement than you even thought it would be when you share and manifest that, right? Another thing to do is to own that moment, own the moment, be present in the moment, right? Understanding the value and the importance of owning that moment, being present in that moment and acknowledging the present moment is equally important. And in fact, is vital to your success, to your pursued future goal. Your journey to that future goal could be short or long, but find time. Take that time to fill up with that excitement and celebration of the little wins. 
The next thing to do is to journal it. I'm a, listen, I will find books and papers all over the place. I will make sure journal your habits, right? Keep track of, of a record of, because it's important, right? So in other words, what I'm saying is this, once you journal it, it will become this roadmap. It will be a picture, you know, for you to reflect on your progress and it will keep you consistent with your habits, right? Putting in that pathway. And trust me, that's what you want to do to be able to get to that end goal, right? So in other words, I'm saying this, simple this, celebrate your success. As you work towards achieving your goals, always remember to acknowledge how far you've come, right? How far God has brought you from and where you are now. Get in the habit of celebrating each small moment, each small success. You know, I know it's not the same thing with the scripture, but it does say, you know, you was faithful over little shall become ruler over much. In a sense, you can use that too for this. If you're faithful over those little moments, wow, he's going to be so excited to say, you know what, my child, my daughter, go ahead, girl, go ahead for the big win, right? So when you don't, what you listen, in other words, what I'm saying is, Remember, you don't need anyone's validation regarding your win, okay? Because it's yours. Remember, that success, success doesn't look the same for everyone because everyone doesn't have the same concept of it, right? So what's a win for you may not be a win for someone else. And that's fine. Listen, I know that my vision is not meant to be seen or understood by everyone because it's mine. Duh. My vision is not meant to be seen or understood by everyone because it's mine. Likewise, your vision isn't meant to be seen or understood by everyone because it's your vision. You get it? So don't let that deter you from, you know, what you're going after. You will have some people, right? You will have some people that will get it and some that don't, right? But those are, you know, that's part of you growing. And, you know, don't let that because they, they want to downplay it, be in, in, in any effort to deter you. No. So my call to action this week, you know, I'm always going to wrap up with a call to action, ladies. So my call to action this week is learn to celebrate you. Learn to celebrate yourself, celebrate your little wins and your victories and celebrate consistency. That's the key, right? Each of those wins is a moment of consistency. It's proof that you're being consistent towards pursuing that goal, towards becoming this evolved woman, this transformed woman, this purposeful woman, right? This businesswoman, this minister, this author, this wife, this whatever you want to be, whatever he's called you to be, whatever you feel purposeful in your life to become, consistency is the key. And how do you stay motivated if you don't celebrate your wins? Excuse me. So if you celebrate your small wins and get in the habit of celebrating yourself and celebrating those victory, you definitely should be able to celebrate consistency. And that's my call to action, right? So you know, you are capable of, and even if you're not sure, be strong enough to continue anyway. Things will happen, and by golly, why shouldn't they? Allow progress to push you forward. Consistency in itself is an accomplishment. 
toot your own horn. Ooh, ooh. Celebrate, clap hands. Come on. Just because you've been maintained, you were able to be maintaining consistency. Take time to notice your wins. Give recognition to the things you accomplish. It's so necessary for you to keep going. Round up the applause. Yes, come on. Put your hands together. I'm being for real. Round up the applause. Build yourself up. Clap your hands. Clap yourself. Allow that seed that God has planted in you to bring forth a fruit. And ble- oh my goodness, I'm telling you, it's it's so fulfilling when you get to that place where you realize, wow, what have I been doing all this time? So that's just what I had to say for this week. You know, I just want to celebrate you for where you are. Okay, and remind you to celebrate you and remind you to celebrate your consistency. And each win, sis, is a win. Ladies, each win is a win. And it's a closer step to your ultimate goal. All right. So it's my prayer and intent to provide to you weekly um, content. And I invite you to subscribe, read the episodes, submit your reviews. I'm not quite sure what platform you listen on, but it's on many platforms that um, podcasts can be heard. I do know for Anchor, it requires like a voice um, review, but the other ones, you can just write something. Come on, <laughs> you know, share, tell your girl, or maybe you want to consider becoming a support sponsor. And what a support sponsor is, this is a weekly, I'm sorry, a monthly donation. Don't get me wrong. Let me apologize. A support sponsor is a monthly donation of any amount to help to sustain for future episodes. You know, your sponsorship will, it will help with making more content as well as for guest appearances and so on and so forth. So you're welcome to follow me on Instagram. On Instagram, however, the name is W, the number two W podcast. So it's not spelled out woman to woman on Instagram, but it's W2W. And you're welcome to view other platforms and other platforms is spelled out completely as well as our website. So, hey, hope you enjoyed today's episode and I hope your time with spent with me was beneficial. Stay strong, ladies. You are amazing. Celebrate good times. Come on. Celebrate good times. Come on. Hey, I'll talk with you next week. All right. Have a good one, ladies. God bless.